Recording in progress. Hey, it's the recordings of a fangirl. Hashtag sarcasm on this Sunday, the 3rd of March, 2024. I can't even believe saying that. Just thinking March. It's already March. Oh, thank God we made it to January and February. Okay. So um, let me get this straight for a little bit. So the Panthers, the Florida Panthers are 14 and 2. Okay. 14 and 2. I'm just going to jump right into this. 14 and 2 in the last 16 games. And the Rangers are playing them tomorrow. Now, I think the Panthers are a dirty team. They play dirty. But here's what the Panthers have that the Rangers don't. The big, they have the big dog mentality. They got big dog mentality. They got grit. And they play a full 60 minutes. So if the Rangers want to win, they have to match that tomorrow. Now, thinking back to their 10-game winning streak, they win, right? They won 10 in a row, but they're always chasing the puck in their own end. And some of those 10 games that we won, we could have easily lost four of those. Easily could have lost four of those games. We're constantly being outshot a lot. I mean, just last night, we had 13 shots on goal near the end of the second period. Toronto had 21 and, and continuously got the puck first, got to the puck first. The Rangers get to the puck, and then they passed blindly in the zone. Or worse, in the neutral zone. And the Leafs, and even not just the Leafs, but all the other opponents can easily take this, take their, um, take the puck off their stick for more scoring opportunities. That's what I've noticed with this with this team. Um, last night, sloppy, sloppy defensive zone exits. Sloppy. If they play like that in the playoffs, it's a round one exit again. Just going to say it. Now, now I know like the last couple podcasts, I have said that I thought Keandre Miller was back being the Keandre Miller that we know. Well, now somehow he's reverting back to doing things he should not do. Um, his positioning and his gap control is very bad. Now, I know everybody goes, oh, he has such a long reach, so it's good for him to have a long reach. Um, you wouldn't see him caught out of position. If, you know, he makes, he's always out of position. That's what I'm trying to get at. Like, he's always at, he's, he's lucky he has a long reach. Or you would see him get caught out of position even more than he is out of position. I mean, he makes mistakes that a 10-year-old would be benched for. And that's lately. And it's not just him. It's because he's partnered with Jacob Truba. And that's why I want Keandre Miller to be with Schneider. I want Gus to be with Truba. I think those pairs in itself would, would work out tremendously. But Keandre... Sweetheart, can you stop sweeping your stick like a broom? Just hit a guy. 
Like all you all you see him do is constantly sweep his stick like a broom to try to get to the puck all the time. Hit a fucking guy. Hit him. You have the body and the size to hit. Hit him. Don't be scared to hit like little tiny dancer Jack Hughes. Okay? Hit the guy. Hit him off the puck. Stop sweeping your stick like a broom. Because when you do that, you slow down. You don't have the speed that you need. You, you don't need. Remember, like, the previous game against the Columbus Blue Jackets, he did the same thing. He tried to get back in, you know, it was a two-on-one. He tried to get back, and then he slowed down. He stopped, like, dead cold right there. Because then he used his stick to sweep it. No, stop doing that. Oh, my God. But, okay, speaking of Jackie Hughes, though, I'll just switch gears. A little tiny dancer, that's what I call him. Um, so he gets a penalty shot with two seconds left to tie the game against Anaheim, right? Potential right here. You get two seconds left, a golden freaking-ass opportunity, and he blows it by doing something that the New York Rangers love to do on the power play especially. Love to do. Want to know what it is? Be fancy. Fancy schmancy. Let's just be fancy. You can tell when athletes are overthinking shit. And Jack Hughes overthought that penalty shot. And the Rangers overthink shit all the time on the ice. You can tell they're overthinking shit when they're trying to be fancy. Now, so I'm going to go, I'll go back to Keandre for one second. So Keandre, Three things he's got to do better. He's got to be in position better. Okay. You got to get back quicker. And you got to start, you got to stop using your, your, your hockey stick as a broom. Hit a guy. Hit him. Don't be afraid. Hit him. And hit him hard. Hit him. Cut. Oh. He's got so much, you got so much skill and competitiveness in you. And you don't bring it out. It's, you, you're afraid to bring it out. Just bring that shit out. Come on. You got this. Bring it out. Now, let's talk about the team as a whole on the offensive side. Um, it's hard to win with one line. Another invisible night for Mika and Kreider. Now, last night, Kreider had five shots on goal, by the way. Mika had one freaking shot on goal. The last two games, he's had one shot on goal the entire game. If you want to put that in perspective, into perspective, the last five games for Mika, 10 shots on goal and one goal. He hasn't scored a five-on-five five goal since December, I believe. I am going to then let's just finish talking about Mika. Okay. So Mika and Kreider's line, because that's what it is. They need someone who can play off them. It's not a fit. Kako is not a fit. He's never going to be a fit on that line. Jimmy's not a fit on that line. Alexi Lafreniere is not a fit on that line. Kako 
actually looks better on the third line with Cooley and with Brodinsky. He looks more aggressive. He looks more relaxed on that third line. Bring up Brennan Offman. Why are we not bringing him up? To give him a shot in March to see what we got with him, with Kreider and with Mika. He brings a lot to the table. And all the Ranger fans, oh, well, this is not the time to bring him up and see what it is. That's the one side of the fans. And then the other side of the coin is, how come we never use our young guys? Our young guys never come out. We never, we never do anything with them. And then we trade them. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Like, oh, my God, you can't have it both ways. You can't complain that the Rangers are not using your young guys. And then when there's a chance to actually use them to spark this team. Oh, no, we can't do that. Like, oh, my God. And we can't trade them either. Like, okay. Like, oh, so frustrating. So frustrating. First of all, Mika needs somebody like that. Kreider is not doing it anymore for him. Sorry, but not. Kreider's coming out a little bit more. I mean, he's had he had five shots on goal yesterday. He had another six, I believe, in, in the other game, in, in the Blue Jackets game. He did have a goal. He had two shots on goal. He had a goal and assist, right, if I'm remembering correctly, without looking at any stats. Um, so he's breaking out here and there. But Mika is, like, silent. And we need to get Mika going. Now is the time to get Mika going. Why not just bring him up? Someone suggested on Twitter that we use Matt Rampe on, for, on the first line. Now, that's a little crazy. Okay, I got to say, that's just a little crazy. I understand where they're coming from. And then they definitely would be protected because Maddie wouldn't let anything, anything happen to them. And they have more room. He definitely would give them more room to skate. But you got to keep him on the fourth line. Anywho. Let's talk about the trades then. Okay. The fan mock trades that I see on like Twitter, because that's basically where I'm seeing them all on X, they make me want to poke my eyes out after reading them. Like I literally just want to poke my eyes out. First of all, my God, you fans are so stupid. Okay. Frankie V is not worth a first round pick and Adam Sakura. You want to trade a young guy in Adam Sakura who has potential for Frankie V so he can go on the first line with Kreider and with Mika because that's basically what we're doing. Um, hey, hi. Um, why do you guys always want to overpay for guys who are not worth that? You give somebody, so when you're making a trade, you trade based on value. You don't overpay for someone. Chris Drury should be fired from his job if he ever makes that trade. Because that's just ridiculous. You don't want to overpay. Number one. Seriously. Like, you guys want to trade for guys that we should have re-signed, like Tarasenko and Frankie Vertrano. And, oh, my God, what is this, Tyler Mott Part 3? No. I, I don't want them back on this team. They should have been back on this team, but Chris screwed the shit up and didn't re-sign them. He signed other stupid people who we didn't even need, okay? And we're not, they're not even here anymore. They're not here anymore. He wasted money. He just like, okay, here, 
here you go. And then people go, well, that was a simple contract, like 700,000, 700,000 is not that bad or 800,000 is not so bad. Oh, but it's, but if you put two, eight, eight plus seven is what? 15. There's 1.5 million he could have used on another player. Plus some of the other money that he spent in the past that he shouldn't have spent, we would have had enough space to sign Frankie V when it was time for him. We would have had enough space last year or the year before when we needed Tarasenko. Was it last year already? I can't even think. When we um, to resign him, but I mean Tarasenko's fault though on this one because he constantly had to change agents. I don't know how many times he fucking changed his agent in the middle of the year, but whatever. All right. So I think that's just crazy. Crazy. Now, if you're gonna trade for Frankie, I'm sorry to tell you, but then that means that Kako has to be a part of that trade. If you're trading for both Henrik, the center that we would need on the third, and we put him on the third line center, and then Frankie V to be on the first line with, with Mika, you gotta get rid of Kako. Kako has to be part of the deal. I'm sorry, but you gotta give them a player. And then I would give them like a second or third round pick. Third, fourth round pick. I would give them a pick and Kako for both. Now, if you're only going to trade for Henrik, which is the center, third line center, I would give a, I would give like a second round pick for him. If you're going to trade just for Frankie, then I would give a second, third round pick, and maybe, and then a prospect that they could use now, that he could play. If you just inserted him in the lineup today, he could play. That's what I would do. So then I wouldn't trade Kako. But if you're going to do both, you want to get both in return. You have to give something to get something, but not overpay for one. That's what I saw. I saw, like, you know, uh, trade for Frankie was Adam Sakura in a first-round pick. Why? He's not worth the first-round pick and Adam Sakura. He's not. Sorry, but not. But that's just the way life goes. So, we'll see. Thank God the trade deadline is coming. It's March 8th. I can't wait till this shit is over. Because I tell you, I would, I'm, I literally want to poke my eyes out after seeing all your, your ideas. And then, oh my God, just even thinking about that, some of the other trades I've seen, oh, let's trade Othman, let's trade Rempe, let's trade this guy. Like, I don't know if you're being sarcastic or you're just fucking stupid. Because most of you are dumb. So, I don't know. Um, okay. And then, oh, by the way, so yesterday during the shootout, when Mitch um, was number 16 for Toronto, Mitch, I can't think of his last name. Oh, my God, I just left my brain. Martner? Is that it? I can't even think. Um, so, okay. So, the, sh- the shoot, the shot on the shootout with the rule. Because everyone goes, oh, he went backwards. Okay. The player, despite, despite moving away from the goal somewhat, is still moving forward towards the end boards. Therefore, it's still progressing forward. The puck is still going forward. He didn't take the puck forward and then re- and then moved it backwards and moved it back it kept going forward the goal line e- extends from board to board so the puck does continue to move even if ever so slightly towards the goal line either way the rule has been deemed quote flexible because 
they allow players to draw the puck backwards, effectively stopping its forward progress. Now, I still think that was a goal. Unfortunately. And unfortunately, when Trocek's turn came about, he hit the post. They got one point, take it, and run with it. You get one point, you take it, and you run with it. But um, on Mitch's shot yesterday, last night, that definitely should have counted, and it did. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, we can talk about that later. Um, I wrote things down, so let me look at my notes. Okay, that's no, no. Oh, we have to talk about that. Oh, yes, we'll talk about that. Okay, so let's talk about let's talk about Maddie for a minute. We'll talk about Maddie. Okay, so if you you can tell that all the non Ranger fans are jealous as shit that that the Rangers have Maddie. Because they all want him. And they're all talking trash. So my advice to Maddie is to just let it slide right off. Just let it slide. Don't even bother worrying about it. If you have... This is, this is what I've learned about haters. Okay? Take it from me. If you have no haters, then you're doing something wrong. If you, if you have haters, you're doing everything right. Because you need to have haters in life. Always. You, you need haters. Now... His impact by is just being in the lineup or on the ice. Um, he doesn't have to fight to play a role. I want to just make this crystal clear. I know we love it. He's bringing back the heavyweight, and it's great, and I love seeing him do that. Last night, I just wish he didn't fight at all. But I'm happy. I hope to God that black guy did not get hit by Reeves. I mean, I know he had the shield on, and he had the helmet, and the helmet didn't come off, and he kept the helmet on. And I was happy to see that. And at first when Reeves, like, you know, uh, and him were on the ice together, he was, you know, yapping away at him. And he just he just skated away, which was awesome. Um, but this team is so much better with him on that fourth line. It's just so much better. Now, I don't want to keep using his height as an excuse, but good Lord, he's freaking ass tall. Okay. Because he, he had the hit that everybody says he... Um, you know, left his feet. Okay. He's freaking ass tall. Okay. I am a shrimp. Okay. <laughs> I am 5'3. I am a fucking shrimp. Story. Okay. So here's the story. This is how this is how short I am. Okay. Compared to him who's like six seven, six eight. Right. At the grocery store, like when I go to the grocery store and something I want is on the third level, on the third shelf, all the way on top. And like, you know how stupid these guys are that that put everything on the shelves they put everything in the way back on the shelf <laughs> so and I can't reach it like one time I stood on the la- on the bottom shelf I broke the freaking shelf because <laughs> I'm like with both feet on they're trying to reach for something on top so this is how small I have to be I have to go into the aisle where they sell the mops and the brooms and stuff take one of those and then scoot using it on the top shelf to push the item and the product that I want closer to me to reach it because I am such a shrimp. Now, do I want to use his height as an excuse? No. He needs to know how to use his body when he hits. Like, Maddie needs to learn how his body works when he hits. So, my and the league is watching you now, Maddie. The league is watching you. 
and you don't want to get suspended. So make sure you, do, you don't do these three things. Don't charge at someone when you're hitting them. Don't leave your feet, okay, and watch for boarding. All right. I know sometimes some dudes put themselves in vulnerable positions and their head is down and they're not paying attention, and then you're going to go hit them. Oh, we've seen it. We've seen it on this team when sometimes Ryan Lindgren does that and puts himself in a poor position. Oh, my God, my heart. And he gets hit. Okay. We've seen it. But just watch your body. I think he definitely fought a lot better last night. I mean, he, he used Reeves' jersey to hit him. He hit, he, hit him, he hit him with his jersey. I mean, basically, I thought that was hysterical. And he grabbed on a lot better, and he looked a lot better in this fight. And I will tell you this. Usually after Reeves fights, he always gloats, and he always, like, you know, flexes. He did not flex after this one. Okay. Because you got him good. You did. You had, you had some really, um, really good punches. But, and I love the fact that he looked back at his coach and got his approval for fighting with five minutes left in the game. I mean, they're only down by a goal. And he looked at him and he made sure he got the approval and he dropped the gloves. So, and I think that also helped because you know why? He took Reeves off the ice for five freaking minutes. And in the last five minutes, we didn't have to worry about Reeves doing something stupid, you know, boarding, charging, you know, that kind of stuff. Because I mean, let's just be real. That's what, that's what Reeves does. Um, but oh, my God. Amazing. It was just amazing. And I'm, he just takes. He just adds something to this team that has been lacking. I'm so happy that they brought him up and he's getting his shot. Okay. So here's what I want to say about him too. Um, I'm going to say, oh, and then I'm going to say this because, okay. So the hit that he had, um, I can't think who he hit. But I don't care. Luba, Lubastein, is that it? Lubastein, whatever his name is. I don't really care. Um, and people go charging. You know, he was charging. He goes, this guy said it best on Twitter. Charging, I didn't see Remy leave his feet or skate through the player on the hit. Roughing or boarding, possibly, depends on how the refs want to call the game. It's an aggressive play, but not every big hit is a penalty. Just like... Like, why do we have to assume that every big hit is a penalty now? And then we all are complaining about, like, after a player like Truba has a big hit that's a clean hit, he has to fight right after he has a clean hit. So you can't, like I'm saying, you can't do it both ways. You can't complain about it both ways. It just doesn't work. It just doesn't work that way. Um. And I'm just going to say, let me just see if I can find where I put it. You know, mm-hmm. mm, I have to look. Here we are. Okay. So here's my, here's my thing for Jacob. Okay. Maybe you can actually take a page. Hey, Jacob. Hi. Hey. Hi. How's it going? Okay. Jacob, maybe 
you can actually take a page from Maddie. Okay. And instead of thinking that you're all that, and I'm a superstar, I can do whatever the fuck I want. I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. I am the greatest because we all know you, you come off that way. Your vibe is that way. Okay. Settle, settle your shit down. Okay. Take a, take a page from Maddie. When Maddie says this to a reporter, um, reporters made a, made a comment about the fact that um, Ranger fans met him at a cheesecake factory. And they wanted to take selfies with him and talk to him. And this was what Maddie said. And I quote, I've got all the time in the world for the fans. They're the ones cheering me on. He's 21 and he already has this mindset. You're what, 28, 29? And you don't have this mindset. Uh, take a page from, from, from him. Okay, do us all a favor. Take a page from him. And ironically, Jacob, do you know what March is? March is Women's History Month. March 8th is International Women's Day. The color theme for the women out there are purple, green, and white, by the way. Okay. You know what would be cool? If the Rangers actually show like they gave a shit about women. You know, I'm just saying. Especially Jacob Chuba. And you know what I'm waiting to see? Another PR stunt. To make it seem as though he gives a shit. Now, I'm all for it. And I'll be down for it if they, like, reach out to me, okay? And they were serious about it and it wasn't a PR stunt. And Jacob and my beef ended in March in Women's History Month. How fucking cool would that be? That would be awesome. That would be awesome. But not if it's a PR stunt. I'm not down for no fucking PR stunt. I'm in PR. I understand PR. No. I own a social media marketing company. We do PR. Uh, no. Like, I, I know you got a clue what you're doing. Okay? I know what they're doing. I, I have a clue. <laughs> I know what the Rangers are up to. And here's what, like, like, to Jacob. Jacob. You can play brand new to all the other chicks out there, but I know what you are. I mean, as the year goes on, you see who he is. Character is always revealed by the actions or the non-actions a person takes. Not by their words, not by other people praising the shit out of them. Because people can praise you until the cows come home. It makes I don't I don't give a shit what Sam Rosen says or Joe Micheletti says or what Valley says or what, what people at, at MSG say. I don't give two shits what they say. They can say all they want. They can have all your little highlight reels and do a, a little spotlight shit and, and interview you and then have Michelle interview you and all that shit. I don't care. That that's what PR is. But wouldn't it be cool if our beef between each other, or maybe it's a misunderstanding. Maybe it's that's what it is, right? Because sometimes beefs are misunderstandings. And wouldn't it be cool if it ended this month when we have Women Empowerment Month and Women Empowerment Day and International Women's Day on March 8th and you guys play March 9th? I think that would be a really awesome idea. And, you know, 
show your true color, although your true colors are being shown right now to me. But I'm always up for saying, you know what? I was wrong. I was wrong. I can always admit when I'm wrong. I know because guys hate that shit. Guys can't admit when they're wrong because their egos do half the talking for them most of the time. The other time, <laughs> other parts of their body do the talking for them. And especially a woman being right and a man being wrong. Oh, my God. But I'm all for it. You know, I'm all for it. And like I've said last time, I don't hate him. I don't hate on him at all. Now, there was definitely some misunderstanding when the... Um, um, Here's the where here's where guys get like misunderstood. They have or they're just in la la land or they're all in the world. So you guys are so stupid, just as a whole. When it comes to knowing when girls are literally flirting with you and when girls are complimenting you, like when girls go out of their way to want to date you, and they want you to be the ones to ask them out. You know, you can. Hopefully, sometimes you can't even figure that out. Like, a, there was a guy, and he was telling me, like, like, this girl one day just gave me her number, and I was like, oh, all right, okay. And she was giving him her number because she was flirting with him and wanted him to contact her to go out on a date or just go out for coffee and meet and talk, whatever, just to get to know him. And this guy was clueless. So I'm going to be blunt. Okay, I, I guess I have to be blunt, but I'm just going to be my blunt self. Okay, so I'm going to use Vincent Chotrek right now as an example. All right, so all this time I've been telling you he needs to be in Vogue magazine. Like, seriously, J Vincent, you need to be in Vogue magazine. I, I don't care. Does that mean I'm flirting with him or that I'm complimenting him? Should I play the Jeopardy music so you can, you can take some time and think about that? I'm not flirting with him. I'm complimenting him. Some dudes think that I'm like, that I'm not. Like, I'm seriously just giving compliments based on his fashion because A, I'm fashion. I've been in the pit, the photo pit at photo at, at fashion shows. I do a lot. I've done fashion content before. So I love fashion and I love his fucking style. Okay. And he's also Italian. I got to support the other Italians. All right. But he has a wife, if you don't know. And by the way, she's not basic. Okay. And then, again, he's not basic. They're both extra in their own little way. So there's that. Just like that last year, all last year, I complimented Jacob Chupa because last year he looked fucking amazing. And I'm going to tell you that he looked fucking amazing. I should be allowed to tell a guy that he looks fucking amazing without him thinking that I want to sleep with him. Or I want to be with you. Or I want to date you. It's a compliment. Some This way you know how good you look if I'm going to tell you. If, if no girl tells you how good you look, how the hell are you going to know? He looks good. And Jacob Chuba looks the best when he has a little facial hair. Not, not like, you know, crazy. And when he wears blue or gray and black. A mixture of the blue and the black like he did last year was awesome. And his gray is okay. Gray is okay. It still makes him look good. But 
the blue and the black is better for him. Anywho. That's all that meant. Like, I, I, if he misunderstood and thought that I was flirting with him, whoopsie, that's on you, not me. Or should I sing Britney Spears? Oops, I did it again. Um, but, like, so, like, in the, the Fashion Friday videos, like, I'll write, like, some compliments on it to the guys, and I'll tell them how good they look, or I'll tell you what the fashion trend is. Like, for sometimes, when guys wear beanies with suits, that's the fashion trend. And some guys look amazing wearing beanies and suits. So I'll write that down, beanie, and I'll put, like, an emoji next to it or whatever. Right? I'm not, like, half of it is true. Okay. Half of it is true, but with all, but not with all the players, because I don't fit with all of them. Not flirting with all of them. Maybe I'm being a little flirtatious, as I will admit that I'm being a little flirtatious, but not with all of them. Some of them I'm just damn right just complimenting you. If you can't tell the difference, here's how you tell the difference. Number one, the wording I use, and number two, the type of emoji I use. There's your hints, okay? So... Like, am I flirting with Lexi? Maybe. Am I flirting with Will? Maybe. Not all the time. Like, for example, like, some guys thought I was flirting with Jimmy Vesey because a couple weeks ago on the podcast, I said he, that I didn't know that he was that funny. Like, oh, my God. Are you guys take relationship. You guys, some of you guys need to take relationship dating when I want. Not everything is about flirting with, or about them. It's just about complimenting them or making an observation. <laughs> See, women like to tell guys when they look amazing, when something pops up, and they're like, oh, my God, I didn't realize that you were, like, that smart. <laughs> oh, my God, I didn't realize, like, you were that funny. That's a compliment. Now, if I'm in person with them and I'm doing some sort of, like, touch on their shoulder or they're touching their hand or, like, touching my hair while I say it, sure, I'm flirting. But when I say it, I'm just blatantly and bluntly just going, I didn't realize that Jimmy was that funny. Does that come off as a flirting? No. I'm telling you now I wasn't flirting with him. I was just making an observation. So I will just clear that up. Observation. I didn't know he was that funny. Okay. Now, everyone knows I'm not basic. I'm extra. I am not a side dish. Okay. I am the main fucking event. Okay, I know what I bring to the table. Obviously, and we have ex-boyfriends left and right always trying to come back. And I have to swim them, have to hit them away. Because um, they're stupid. Because I thought, like, they're just dumb. <laughs> they're dumb. Okay, I mean, I know what I bring to the table. And I'm not going to settle. And I never, ever, ever date an ex-boyfriend. So, l- girls, ladies, never go back to your ex. They're an ex for a reason. Stay away. Do not date your ex-boyfriend again. You give him two chances or three, whatever, that's it, you're done. I only give him three, but whatever. You're done, move on. It's, you know how the movie's gonna end. That's why they're called your ex. <laughs> they're your ex for a reason. All right, anywho. On the main fucking event. Now, I'm not sure that too many guys on this team would be able to handle me. But, you know, I could be wrong. 
But one thing I'm not wrong about is Ryan Lindgren. Okay. Two things with Ryan Lindgren. Actually, three. One, when the hell are we going to re-sign Ryan Lindgren? Okay. For all you dumb Ranger fans out there that think we can replace him, nobody can replace his vibe. No one can replace his heart. No one can replace his him blocking shots. Okay? No one can replace any of that stuff. What he brings. His defensive skill, his leadership skill. He does have some offensive skill. And the chemistry between him and Adam Fox is like, it's there. I mean, if you don't see it, I don't know what to tell you. Okay. And that's number one. Number two. Oh, the suit you wore yesterday. Oh my God. You look so freaking incredible in it. And yes, I'm bluntly flirting with you right now. Now, I will tell you, that suit and tie and the shirt you wore yesterday looks about 100,000 times better than that blue suit that you constantly wearing. That, the one that I always complain about. That one? Yeah. The, uh, the one with the patches on it? Oh, my God. Please don't wear that one again. You will, but I'm just telling you not to. But it's okay. You can wear it. It's fine. It's perfectly fine. But mercy, mercy me. And... I like the clean look on you with a little facial hair, I have to say. Since we haven't really seen it that often, I kind of like it a lot. Um, now, Ryan. Oh, I should call him Ryan Gregory. Ryan Gregory. Ryan. <clears throat> hey, hi. Hi, Ryan. If you weren't so bad at communicating, <laughs> um, I think that's one of the things you need to fix. Your communication skills. Okay, let's just off the ice stuff. Communication skills. Okay, now, maybe you're insecure about communicating. I don't know. Maybe you don't know the words to say. I don't know. But I'm going to tell you this. You need to go to Instagram and look at your DMs. I'm bluntly telling you to do that. Hello, I'm flirting in your DMs. I'm flirting with you. Go to your fucking DMs. Hello? Hi, Ryan. Ryan Gregory. Hello? Mama Mia. Mama Mia. Maybe I should do a cheer for him. You're hot. You're everything they're not. <laughs> Take it from the, um, the, the cheer movie, Bring It On. Because the, actually the saying is, I'm hot. I'm everything you're not. But instead I can switch it around and go, you're hot. You're everything they're not. Now, mm. um, what was I going to say now? I don't remember now. Oh, so I was listening to some guys on TikTok give their spiel about relationships and dating an independent woman, which is what I am. Uh, one guy had some. You know, he had something really good to say, and then he had some other things to say that were wrong. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to y'all straight what girls want, okay? Because I'm a girl. Every girl, no matter if they are extra or basic or if they're independent or not, whatever they are, okay? Every girl wants the guy to protect her, to provide for her, even if she can do it by herself, Okay? That's why choosing the, the, like, the correct partner is important, okay? And not settling for someone is important. 
just to have someone. Like if you're just dating to have someone, you're not really doing it right. Okay. You're wasting your time. You're wasting other people's time and you're wasting your energy. That's not the championship mindset, by the way, which I'll get into in a minute to end this show. Um, but that's like relationship one-on-one that like guys get wrong all the time. Like the myth is, oh, well, she's, she can do it herself. She doesn't see if a woman wants you and doesn't really need you and you show up and you level the fuck up with her, you guys are going to be incredible together. But if you don't level up and you just give her the basic minimum, she's going to leave your ass. Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave your ass. That's basically it. Your ass is grass, okay? Basic girls, that's why basic girls are terrible. Because they still, they'll, they'll settle for all the breadcrumbs you're giving them. And that's why I said last podcast, that's what athletes want. Because they don't want to give too much of themselves. And then some guy on Twitter, uh, I keep on Twitter, but it sucks, but so, like complains like, you know, um, well, because Giselle was cheating on um, Tom Brady for a long time. See, women leave emo- um, relationships emotionally first before we physically leave the relationships. When we leave your ass, we've already planted in our heads for months. We've already, we, we've, we're done. We've moved on for months. And she was cheating with her trainer, right? And someone goes, oh, if if it doesn't work out for Tom Brady, then we're all screwed. No, the reason that Tom Brady didn't make it with Giselle had nothing to do with her looks. Stop thinking that looks make the relationship, that you have to go for someone. Oh, my God, I got to go for someone that's a supermodel, like, hot. No, okay, you don't. You don't need to do that, okay? The reason that it didn't work is because he put more into his relationship with football than he put into his relationship with his wife. That's why relationships break down because you don't, what you want to get from it, you put into it. If you don't want a relationship, then don't bother being into any of these relationships. Stay out of them. But the amount of effort you put into it is what you're going to get in return. Same goes for sports and for the teams. Same. What you're going to put into it is what you're going to get out of it. If you're not going to put in your whole entire self, okay, then you're not going to get anything from it. That's the way a cookie crumbles. What am I going to tell you? And then people complain. Well, you didn't put everything there was to put into it in the first place. You can't complain. Well, look, look at them that they broke up. Yeah, because he cared more about fucking football. He cared more about football than he cared about his relationship. And I can tell you, same happens with Jennifer Lopez. She cares more about her career than she does her relationships, and that's why they break down. She puts more into everything else she does than her relationships. Bingo. So, championship mindset. Well, my book's a little on delay with the printer because the printer was taking a little extra long time to print it. So I need to get a copy of it first to see how I want, if it looks good. Um, But I can probably tell you I wanted to add a couple pages ready to it as I was thinking about this. 
Um, but I still have my podcast, which I'm going to like officially begin. Like I haven't officially started it yet. I was waiting for the book, but I think I'm going to do it in reverse. So if you don't want to subscribe to the podcast, which I'm going to tell you is going to be off the charts, okay? Because not only do you get the Championship Mindset podcast, but you get the exclusives, like little podcasts about tweets and stories and behind the scenes stuff. And if you don't want to do that, I'm going to blog the transcript of every podcast, right? But you'll have to subscribe to the blog to get the extra content. Um, you know, some people prefer to read it, not hear it. You can do both, but, and they both will have extra added stuff into it, but whatever. Whatever. Okay. So let's go into talking about championship mindset for a minute. Here's the, here's the thing the Rangers need to do. And I, they really need to do this like right now. They need to reset, you need to restart, and you need to refocus. And everybody needs to refocus. And I think when you put way too much pressure on yourselves and you overthink shit, it doesn't work. Okay. I think that's what you need to do. You need to focus on the skills that you have to help you grow. Okay. Um. I think if their focus is there, they're going to they're going to do wonderful things. But are they willing to put in the work? Like, and the work, not physical work, the mental work. If you're not willing to put in the mental work, you ain't getting nowhere. I don't care what you're doing in, for your life. You're not going to get any, you know, you know, you're not going to get anywhere. You're not going to take things to the next level. You know, that's how you make it big. It's all in your mindset. And it's not overthinking things. Like I said, what did I say last time? When you overthink, you stink. When you look like you're having fun, that's when you get things done. And it sounds corny. It is corny. But that's how you remember, like, affirmations and stuff when you have things that are corny. And they have to make it a priority to learn because when we learn we grow and when we grow we evolve they're not in the evolving stage yet they're not evolving I can tell you that just by watching them and just by hearing them in the press conferences at the ends that I can tell but I notice they're playing the Panthers who I said in the beginning of the show they have the big dog mentality that's all it comes down to they play like big dogs. Are the Rangers capable of moving beyond their mistakes? Are they capable of that? I don't know. I, you know, I'm thinking about it. I don't know. But that's part of the championship mindset. Can this team thrive in uncertainty? That's another part of the championship mindset is thriving in uncertainty. Because guess what? You are comfortable with being uncomfortable. And when you're uncomfortable, that's when you grow. That's when you evolve. If you can't do that shit and you can't take constructive criticism and you can't then change your style of play and you can't change things in an instant like that, then you're not going to win. And here's how you refocus. 
if all of a sudden you start thinking, how come I can't get a goal? Like Mika, how come I can't score goals? How come I don't like getting shots? And you start thinking negative. Think of something quickly that's going to rearrange your thoughts. And that's literally what you have to do. You have to rearrange your thoughts to then go from a negative uh, mindset to a positive mindset. Think of your daughter. That's what I would say. Think of your daughter and how happy she makes you. She's probably your happy place right now. Being around your daughter is probably your happy place. Think of her and, and it'll make you smile. And then it'll make you focus and refocus now in a positive mindset. Instead of looking at things from a negative, we have to turn it around and look at things in a positive. Because anytime we have a negative mindset and we don't think that things are going to turn out right, that's when we have to change it quick. Because if we don't change it quick, you're not going to win. Seriously, you're not. Um, if you want to follow the championship mindset on Instagram, it is the championship mindset. Hold on, I will tell you. I have to go look at it. The championship mindset underscore 24. My story there today, which I have to load this at, okay, which is perfect for the Rangers. Overthinking ruins you. Ruins the situation, twists things around, and just makes everything worse than what actually it is. Just let it be and let it go. What's meant to happen will happen. Go with the flow. It's basically all you got to do. Go with the flow. Um, quick story at the end. So my niece started watching uh, recipe videos with me. So the other day she's watching this video. She goes, oh, auntie, you can definitely make this. And I'm like, what is this? She goes, three, it's three ingredient brownies. My niece is five. Don't tell me you're, can I tell you that we're Italian without telling you that we're Italian? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> okay. So I made them. They are to die for. Three, ingre three ingredients. Actually, it's four. Nutella. Nutella, flour, two eggs, and then chocolate chips. And, and then you bake it at 350 for about you know, 17 to 20 minutes. They are so freaking good. So then we were watching videos the other day, and my, my nephew now goes, oh, you can make this peas like peach cobbler. He wants me to make cherry cobbler. Oh, my God, I try. So cherry cobbler hack that I'm going to try. Cherry a package of snickerdoodle cookie mix and butter. So you take, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put on my recipe blog, which I have not blogged in a while. Um, so you take the cherry on the bottom of the pan, then you cover it with the snickerdoodle uh, mix. You plain, like you're not gonna make the mix. It's just the mix itself on top. That's the crust. So people don't know. Then you take butter and you put butter on top of it. And then you take the cinnamon sugar packet that comes in that cookie mix and you put it on top of the butter. And then I don't know how much you bake it for. So I have to go look. But I think it's a 350. You bake it 350 for probably about like 15 to 20 minutes. That's my guess. Easy, another recipe. So and then he wants me to get this chicken. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Yeah. So I have my orders from my niece and nephew. Which incidentally will be with me tomorrow after school. So we will try this one. They will give me either the thumbs up, double thumbs up, or a thumbs down. <laughs> God have mercy on me. All right. So enjoy your day. If you're here in New York City, it is beautiful today. It is going to be like 64 degrees. It's awesome. It's sunny out. It's beautiful. And no wind. 
enjoy your day. Get outside. Enjoy it. And I will talk to you sometime during the week. Have a good one. Bye.